This episode of WDW Today is brought to you by Clear. That's right. I want to thank Clear for supporting WDW Today. Clear is a secure identity platform that provides a smooth and quick experience at airports, stadium, concert halls, and other venues nationwide. For a limited time, get your first two months of Clear for free by going to clearme.com slash WDW2021 and use the promo code WDW2021. And now, on with the show. Bringing the world to your world. This is WDW Today. It's Friday, May 7th, 2021, and this is episode 1726 of WDW Today. I'm Logan Seculo. I'm Terry Weaver. And that's it. we got a great show, and that's <laughs> just it. Us. It's just the two of us. We, want, we wanted to pop on here to talk about all that's happening. It's a big announcements that came out today, and that is, of course, we are uh, just a little over halfway to Halloween, and with that, Halloween offerings have started to appear. And there's two big ones so far. Uh, that came up, and let's talk about those. I think first, uh, we can probably briefly touch on this one, because this one just broke, and that is that our beloved, the Muppets, are going to be returning to a Disney Plus special. That's right, the Muppets, for a Disney Plus special, the Muppets Haunted Mansion. And obviously, that's going to touch on a lot of uh, Disney-related things, Disney Parks-related things. I'm sure they shot this, uh, likely at the parks, probably at Disneyland, or maybe Disney World, I'm not sure. And it will be uh, cool to see. My kids will love this. Uh, I don't know if it's a half-hour special. It was a little unclear if it was like a behind-the-scenes or if it's going to be like a full-on Muppet movie-style production because they put out a teaser with Uncle Deadly showing behind-the-scenes work at the Haunted Mansion. Which oh, really? Then led into an announcement. Yeah, that one just came out too, which led into an announcement by uh, the prawn. I just, I, just name. Pe- I just saw Pepe. 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 Pepe and Gonzo is all I saw. And then Pepe and Gonzo announcing that this special was coming. Yeah, my assumption is this is some kind of, it's a more traditional, probably 30-minute special. Uh, that's no reason to say that. I just, they're not calling it a movie, and I feel like they would call it a movie if it was an over an hour. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I, this is great. I look forward to it. Uh, they are always throwing the Muppets into something to try to figure out what's going to stick. I think this is a good mix. The Muppets are, are certainly a comedic group. And uh, the Haunted Mansion plays off that. And the, and the Muppets are, are some of their funniest when they get into sort of creepy, spooky situations that uh, cause chaos. So I think that'll be fun. Yeah, antics and tomfoolery definitely yeah. suit the Muppets. And I feel like I feel like this should be good. I'm into yeah, it. I, I tell you what, man. Disney Plus has stepped up their content far beyond yeah. my expectations. I found myself last night sitting on the couch with my wife watching the Disney spectacular Long Shot, I believe it's called, the show with John Stamos. Um, yeah. Written and produced I haven't by watched that yet. none other than David E. Kelly, which if you grew up in the 90s was like half of what was on television. You know, Ali McBeal and, you know, all of those shows. Yeah. Um, Doogie Howser. Doogie, yeah, I was going to say Doogie. And uh, there, there would be no NPH without... Um, well, I mean, they've hit 100, over 100 million subscribers. I think at some point you have to uh, start start really stepping up. And I think they have. You're right. I think uh, the 
I watched the Bad Batch this week. I think it's excellent. Uh, I haven't watched the second episode yet. I will watch that tonight. Uh, but I thought the first one was amazing. The Star Wars content they've been putting up. It's and Disney Plus has become Disney Plus and HBO Max and Peacock. I find myself surfing through those three before I get to Netflix now. And other than specific programming that I know is coming to Netflix, uh, those are my three go And I actually started HBO Max, to be honest. Uh, and then as an adult, when I'm out of the kids, and then I work myself to, to Disney Plus or Peacock, depending on what's there. And uh, I mean, I've been watching The Mighty Ducks. I think it's excellent. Fantastic. I really loved it. I've loved every episode. Uh, it keeps getting better. This last week's one with the reunion of the classic characters, I thought was flawless. And they really did a really good job of bringing those characters in naturally and not feeling like this big forced thing. I loved it. I think they've done a great job on, on that show. And and really, like I said, the Bad Batch. I, I couldn't get enough of the Bad Batch movie that came out. I think it really that's why I called the first episode's a seventy minute movie, and uh, sort of in the tradition of Star Wars. It's kind of what they did with the Clone Wars as well, uh, and they did they did a great job. I love it. Yeah, I feel like I need to go back and understand because I did not watch the Clone Wars animated series. I need to go back and watch those those episodes that kind of set up the Bad Batch because I feel like. I want to know more about those characters before I follow them around the galaxy. Yeah. And in the, their arc that in Clone Wars, which is the first episodes of the last season of Clone Wars, it has a good um, setup. It feels good. I mean, I don't feel like you're missing a whole lot. You'll, you'll learn pretty much the same information, but you'll see they've at least had interactions with some of the classic characters. And clearly, we're going to get more and more. I think you'll get Darth Vader. You'll get all that bad bat as time moves on. So... Uh, I, I love it. I think it's it's terrific. It's a very so far the first episode was a very uh, it was probably the most solid Star Wars animated opening because all of them kind of have taken time. Like the first season of Clone Wars, even the second season of Clone Wars, it takes time to get to where things got really great. And I feel the same way with kind of Rebels. Like it it took a little bit to get there. Resistance we won't talk about. And then you got to uh, the Bad Batch, which I think just kicked off with with it being amazing and. Uh, I loved it. I loved it. I think it's uh, a terrific show. I went out and bought the toys. And then I found out that I had ordered those toys back in December. And they also shipped on the same day that I bought bought them. So I have another set of Bad Batch toys. If anyone's looking for at least Wrecker. And, not Wrecker. Uh, I can't remember the characters' names. Uh, Crosshair and oh, what's the main character's name? Nah. Oh well. Yeah, I love it. I think it's it great. felt like they very much felt like they were the A team of the galaxy. Like the you, you felt yes, like they had a lot of like. There's a lot of Star Wars character that it's like, you know, like Admiral Akbar. Like he says it's a trap. Cool, you know. But these characters felt like they had like a deep storyline, more yes. so than anything anything in the movies have had lately. Yeah, uh, I think this, I think. I mean, I really think that. Star Wars, the best Star Wars of the last 20 years has been in television. So whether that was the Clone Wars, Mandalorian, uh, Rebels to some extent, and then now this, I think Star Wars, I think it's why there's 10 series coming out. I think it's something that is a not necessarily an easier story to tell in, in 10, 12, 13, 17 episodes, but it, it gives them a little bit more breathing room. I think that's what a lot of people had problems with the last sequel trilogy was that it felt very rushed. That movie, especially the last one, the Rise of Skywalker, just you know flew. It went through so much stuff. It's because he had a lot to pack in in you know two hours. 
So I'm hoping that, that that's a good thing to me. As well, I, I look forward to the cinematic Star Wars experience again. I like these stories that are taking a little bit more to play out. But that's not necessarily why we're here. We are here because there's been big news uh, in the world of Halloween. And a lot of people have been waiting for whether Disney or Mickey's Not Scary Halloween Party was going to be announced. And fortunately, unfortunately, you got something. Uh, I am a little mixed on this. I don't think I'll probably be attending this, to be honest. Well, let's be honest. You you're you weren't a you weren't first in line for Mickey's not so scary Halloween party to start. No. Yeah, but I do say I went two years ago and we had a pretty good time, even with the rain. Like I was, uh, I was pleasantly surprised when it's, I was going with my kids when they got a little older. Is Halloween, uh, Halloween like something that's been happening? Because you're a Halloween man. Like that's your like, that's your. So I've had halfway to Halloween parties. I don't think it's today. To me, it's a week ago, which would be like either May 1st or May or April 30th. I don't really understand the, I mean, I guess there may be an exact number, but no, I think this is something that uh, this year specifically has popped up, especially with the haunted house community and all that. I think to try to again, rebound from last year being quite a bit down. Uh, I look at this and again, it's called Disney after hours, boo bash, which after hours means this is not certainly aimed at your smaller kits. Uh, it is going to be August 10th through through Halloween, and it runs most nights from 9 to midnight, with some nights from 9.30 to 12.30. Uh, there, I don't know if has pricing gone up at all yet, or, they said, uh, or when they're going to go on sale. I don't know that I know. I, I think there was an on-sale date. I'll have to look at what it was. Uh, I mean, it does ass- say. One can assume that uh, it's going to be the normal you know, Disney after hours pricing. Yeah. A hundred something bucks to go probably. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to be able to go. They, there will be candy is back. There will be the cavalcades of the characters. You're able to experience attractions. Uh, you know, without some of the big moments, uh, not so uh, scary without the big parade and, and that kind of thing. It is a bit of a, you know, I think we have to, you have to make your own decision whether you feel it's worth it. If I was there with just my wife and I, maybe we would do it just because I like the late stuff at the parks. But with my kids, they ain't making it till 1230. There's no way. They make it to nine. That's a miracle. So I really don't know if that's uh, that's for me. But hey, speaking of miracles, I need to take a quick break and tell you about our friends at Clear. That's right. Let me tell you about Clear. Clear is a secure identity platform that creates quick and easy journeys at airports and beyond. They replace the need for your physical ID card because after a brief one-time enrollment with your government-issued ID, you use your face or your eyes for a safer, touchless entry. And it's easy to sign up. Create your account online before going to the airport. And once you get to the airport, a Clear ambassador helps you finish the process. Then you can immediately use Clear. And they provide access at more than just airports. Once you become a member, you can use Clear for safer, faster, touchless, seamless entry across Clear's network of not just airports, but also stadiums, arenas, concert spaces, restaurants, and so much more. And if you're traveling with your family, you can add up to three adult family members at a discounted rate. And also, if you're a parent like me, your kids under 18 are free. So join over 5.5 million people who already use Clear. I've used Clear specifically at the uh, Orlando airport, and I've had a great experience. I met with my Clear ambassador, did the whole deal, got it set up, and it was a really great experience using Clear and having that sense of it using a secure identity platform, keep your ID away, 
It's great. And here's the deal. Really good part about this. I mean, for me, I'm looking forward to taking that trip again, reuniting with family, taking another vacation, going back to Orlando or somewhere for a summer break. It's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to summer break. But for you, for a limited time, you can get your first two months of Clear for free by going to clearme.com slash WDW2021 and use the promo code WDW2021. That's C-L-E-A-R-M-E dot com slash WDW2021 with the promo code WDW2021 for your first two months of Clear for a limited time for free for our listeners. It's great service they're offering. If you're a, if you're a frequent traveler, uh, it's something that, that really at least we're checking out. All right, so let's uh, take a look back at this again. So you get the cadaver dance. Okay, so I'll be up on something, you know. Yeah, some cavalcades. One would Andy. assume they'll do the ride of the headless horseman of some sorts, because that's kind of the I big. Don't know. I guess I would love that. Uh, because that's kind of the main, like, you know, I would say for not so scary, the main attractions have been fireworks, parade, headless horseman. And then yeah. and the headless horseman, last time I was there, didn't get to run because it was raining. So that happens. You know, it's not always, uh, it's not always sunshine in Florida and you'll lose some of that. I, also, it says in here, guests, young and old and immortal can dress in costumes for this occasion and get the fill of Halloween candy. But then it says, as an important reminder, costume masks are not permitted for adults. Okay, that makes sense. For adults, masks. I was about to say, you're not allowed to dress up? No, just for you're not allowed to wear a mask. If you're over 14, uh, you will have to wear approved face coverings if we're still in that process, which I kind of have a feeling with the way things have been rolling out the last few weeks, the way the temperature checks are being pulled, and all of the restrictions, you know, universal switch to three feet, which you look at a line with three feet holes, it's just about what you've been digging in a normal line for entire uh, existence. You give yourself a little space here between, I mean, three feet, I mean, is not very far. Uh, I could see by Halloween, I mean, no guarantees, no predictions, but I could see by Halloween that these restrictions are lifted. Uh, you won't see a big uh, Halloween party, but maybe we head that way towards Christmas. So I think that, that Universal and some of the ones are working out. I mean, we know Halloween Horror Nights as of now is happening. I don't see that co- going away. And I think you have a very good shot at seeing be a uh, a maskless or mask optional, let's say, event. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think I, I think you're heading. I've kind of said by the fiftieth that you're going to see the change. And remember when I was there last time, I had talked to one of the managers, and he had said, you know, hey, we're really doubling down. I mean, he literally straight up because it's a guy that I know. He's like, we're really doubling down on safety theater until we get Disneyland open. You know, Disneyland's yeah. open. And so now you're starting to see temperature and temperature checks going away. I mean, that's huge. If for no other reason, just the ease of getting in and out of Disney Springs is going to yeah. change. Well, um, and those, I think that's a huge change for a couple reasons. One, by ease, obviously that's great. Two, as a dad, I have been packing a thermometer with me because my big fear was to walk up to the gates of magic kingdom or to anywhere and my kid gets turned away and therefore our entire family gets turned away yeah, and it doesn't say so they're popping like 104 i understand that that's i'm, I'm not going to bring my kids who are sick to the park i never have but if your kid's running a little hot 
you know, and something happens and the reading's wrong. We, can you imagine a worse, you know, you can imagine worse, certainly. But it, the, the experience as a parent to take your kids to Disney World, to get there, to get up to the gates and get turned away. I haven't heard that all, all that many stories, to be honest. Uh, so I don't know if that's happening very commonly. But it happened, even WrestleMania, I packed a thermometer. Just in case. A thermometer, just in case, because I didn't want, want to walk up and that be like the, you know, we got to the gates of WrestleMania and huh. my son can't go in. And it, it, I think that is something that a lot of people are scared of. So now you have investing the money and all that and then being stuck. Now it's, uh, it's back. Things are good there. And I feel like uh, that's a that big step. I think the, the, I said the first one about the mask, you know, take off your mask and take pictures. Huge jump for, for attracting people to come. And I think this is another big jump. Uh, no temperature checks. Not because of people wanting to bring their kids that are sick. Just because you now have the opportunity to uh, to at least not feel like there's another barrier between you and potentially getting turned away when you got there. Yeah, and I think that's the... We're just slowly seeing things come back to feel like closer to normal. Um, you know, I mean, I think that there's... You know, the kind of the one like thing Disney's like staring down like from a negative perspective is, um, you know, they're on property perks for staying there. Um, you know, if if, if 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 I wasn't a DVC member, I would for sure be staying at the Airbnb, right? Like if I, if, if, if I mean I I, I mean I, there was like there was a comment in our group yesterday of, you know, people planning an October trip and it was like two sixteen a night for the Pop Century. Right, and it's like, and that may be the only way you can get in. <laughs> right, that may be the only way you can get a park reservation, which is a different. Which, although, if you watch those reservations, they come and go pretty frequently, and I think right. if you start to see more shows opening, when they start to add more hours and capacity. Although I just I just saw something pop that they've they've reduced some hours, which is interesting. Look, my family we're going in June, and one of our relatives wanted to come down and do a weekend at the parks with us. Problem is. Right now, if you're a theme park ticket holder, the only days available, well, half, half that week is gone. It's gone completely. The only park available, like the rest of the time we're there, which is like 15 days, is Epcot. Huh. And then obviously you can pay for a park hopper go. And that's if you're a theme park ticket holder. If you're an annual pass holder, weirdly, any day is available. Hmm. If you're a resort hotel, same restrictions, only Epcot. So if you wanted to book a trip right now and go to Disney in June, right now the only park you could get into for the first three weeks is Epcot. And then a couple days in Animal Kingdom, none at Hollywood Studios, none at the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, we have friends going down the beginning of June and they're like, do you know how to get us into Hollywood Studios? I was like, well, you're going to have to hop there. Yeah, um, you got to park that. And that's something we're looking at, honestly. It was like, okay, well, we'll just buy. But can you say like, hey, I'm going to start at Epcot for all my days? You could. And just sit through the gates. <laughs> And just say, all right, two o'clock, and we'll go over. I mean, I, I don't really know if it's, there's another option. Yeah, I mean, I mean, one of the, I've looked at some some of the tour options. Maybe if, I don't know if that's a workaround. If we did a VIP tour, but it's a very oh, expensive that's a, workaround. So that's a workaround for sure. Yeah, but then you got to be dropping thousands of dollars. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, the yeah. good news about if you do start at Epcot is uh, is it's a good place to eat lunch. Yeah, it doesn't start, and they don't open till eleven. Right, and so so you could go for have a lunch, and then you could for Hollywood Studios at least you could go have lunch, do a ride, and then 
Skyliner to Hollywood yeah, Studios. Yeah, Skyliner or take the boats. Yeah. The only negative thing about the Skyliner between those two parks is you've got to change Skyliners. Yeah, and you got to get back. Yeah. yeah we'll, figure, we'll figure it out. Yeah, and I, I think that's the one like thing that Disney's really got to figure out is like it's it seems really complicated to figure out right now it's like oh i gotta make a reservation and i can't get in here and i mean so but i I, the temperature checks are definitely dropping faster than i was expecting them to drop and so you know i think yeah i mean universal it's already done they already moved to the whole thing i think what's like in a week for disney in, in 10 days or so May tomorrow for cast members is the last day, and May sixteenth, I believe, for so another. Like, Don't you feel like it kind of should be the opposite? Oh yeah, like, like your staff, like like your staff can come sick, but like that's a little odd. Like I almost would have flipped that. Like I would have thought. I think Universal actually does have that flipped, which is cast members or their team members are are first or not first to go. It's the the it's like going to a restaurant. A lot of times they're like, well, we still check in our staff. Right, but yeah, I don't know. It's a little, it's a little odd. I feel like there's been some other changes that we've. I mean, since we we last recorded, the Disney Wish was revealed. Oh, that's cool. I mean, I've I enjoyed that. If if that thing can get going and, and cruises can happen, uh, oops, sorry, definitely have a few things on that ship that look really neat. Star Wars, uh, you know, Star Wars bar and all Marvel the kids theme stuff. dining. I like Marvel dining was cool. I thought the frozen dining looks cool. I like the idea of multiple uh, theaters, uh, like movie theaters, so that you could have a constant run of different. Oh, was there multiple? So gonna oh, some, like there's multiple. There's going like, to be stages. smaller theaters. No, there's going to be multiple movie theaters. If what I read right, oh. so you'll have your main, you'll have your big theater. They'll be running like your temple, and then they're going to have a couple different small theaters that will be running Disney-owned property movies. Maybe like one that's that's more aimed at adults, one that's more aimed at teens. And I thought that was cool addition. Uh, and then also all the uh, May the 4th stuff came out. All of the It really wasn't a whole lot of details other than we got lightsabers. And other than that we got lightsabers for even the Galactus, the Star Cruiser, that was kind of really the only big, uh, other than merchandise, thing that was really announced. Yeah. But uh, I told our friends at Travelmation, I said, I'm still put kills, still keep me on that list for that first Galactic Star Cruiser because uh, as, as long as there's not too many restrictions at that point, I will, I will do it. Yeah, it looks fun. I mean, I, the, the idea of an immersive hotel experience is something we've never really had a chance to experience. So, yeah, I'm excited about it, what it could be. Um, it seems like a lot of the stuff that was promised for Galaxy's Edge that didn't quite pan out. Yeah. Like the immersion of you're playing a character, you're involved in this adventure. And we all know that, yes, there's some of that, but a lot of it just turned out to be another land in Disney World. As much yeah. as I really love it, I think it's excellent. It's still just kind of, it's not a, <clears throat> a fully immersive experience. Yeah, we still need another layer. You know what I think yeah. is super interesting about the Disney Wish, and you and I have talked about this, Um is with with the with the coming of like a Marvel themed dining experience, it's the first time at least at Disney Cruise Line, where they have really focused on boys. You know, because a lot of times, yeah, you know, you know, like that's a good point. You know, Disney, it's like, oh, you know, like your son, like Riker, is like, 
want to go to Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique? No, I'm good. You know, like, yeah. and so. Well, look, we felt that way. We were at the, uh, at the outlet, the Disney outlet this week, and they have really scaled back on the stuff that's Star Wars and Marvel and the things that are more. I mean, I wouldn't say those are boy centered, but they are at least, they're not princess. And they have really upped princess. So it's it, I do, he even said he's like I don't there's nothing I mean he walked in was like there's nothing I want here and some of that is age he's getting older but I mean not really when today he went to school dressed as the Winter Soldier you know like they, they could be doing more hmm. yeah I mean I, and I picture. and I think the Disney the Disney like shop Disney um, speaking of May the Fourth like the whole shop Disney experience and the I mean, Disney's closed half over over half of their stores so yeah. I think a lot of that is you know, uh, part of that where, you know, the stores are just closing and. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't say a bad experience. The girls still bought a lot of stuff, but uh, it just, you're right. I like that idea of, of a dedicated, not just Marvel day or star Wars day. There are dedicated spaces for star Wars and Marvel and these big brands that are outside, especially as the Mandalorian is so hot and the Marvel, you know, whatever wave wave four uh, is about to start really in the next few weeks. That I think there's that the, I like it. I like the way I think it'd be great. Uh, maybe I'm just I'm cynical enough to just be like I I'm not going to get excited about a cruise ship until cruises are like happening. Yeah, uh, and, and not that I don't think they will ever, obviously I do think they will come back. I think there will be though. I think we got a little bit of time. I mean, you had uh, it was. Uh, Norwegian today said because DeSantis signed no passports, no vaccine passports, that they may move all their ships out of Florida and in dock in the, the uh, Caribbean, which I know was a discussion even before then, to get stuff moving. So oh, because, I, I don't think like, it's going to be oh, they want vaccine passports. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, I think he's going to do whatever he has to do to get cruising back. It's too much of a... Yeah, I honestly don't have much of a problem for those kind of specific things. You know, the, the cruises, I, mean, I watched the last cruise. The cruises are already kind of a risk when you go, knowing you may get sick because virus just doesn't sort of spread. I've never had that experience specifically on Disney. I've had that experience on other. Uh, but it was an interesting talking point this morning. So as much as I like the wish, part of me wants to go, I'll wait until, I'll wait to get excited until ships are sailing again yeah other big news is uh, obviously disneyland's open um for just california though yeah but i mean you're starting to see some really positive signs like they're they've set opening dates for the other hotels um that... look if they open up uh when the avengers camp is open if it's all for if it's all age or all you know not just california residents uh, I'll be making the trip out there pretty quickly. I, I think it's something that I really would love to experience and sooner than later. So as soon as they open that up to the United States citizens, then I'll plan the trip. And yeah. I've been to California two years now, so I look forward to it. Yeah, they they, they just re revealed like the, the costumes today for like uh, that area that looked pretty cool. Um, the citizens of the Avengers campus or whatever they're called. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's cool. The uh, a couple more restaurants have announced opening, which is kind of cool. Um, you're getting Chef Mickey's. I guess I, I didn't even know Chef Mickey didn't have dinner. I guess Chef Mickey's. Is yeah, it's just been breakfast, uh, and I guess maybe early lunch. 
But yeah, they close really. It was kind of hard to get reservations there because it really is limited. Tusker House making a comeback. The weird one was uh, the Beach Blanket Buffet or the what are they? Kate May, Kate May Cafe is its official name. It's okay. reopening, but with neither of its current menus. So like the morning is normally Minnie Mouse's Beach Blanket Buffet. Obviously, they're not going to do a buffet, so that's so it's like a, yeah. a, a, a characterless breakfast, and then the night is normally a seafood buffet. And it's reopening at night with like steak. So let's try to give it a new offering. Yeah, I mean, I just think they're they're trying to get more and more stuff open, and I think that's going to be that. As soon as they can get all of those things like up and going, I think it's just going to make you know things significant. Yeah, I I hope so. I mean, I've had reservations, dining reservations for months now, and I've had to make some adjustments, and it is not easy to make the adjustments. Like a lot of these places are full. Every day, continually. So yeah, and I think it's, you know, I mean, what it did for us is it drove us off site, and it kind of sort of changed our thinking of how we vacation, um, yeah. and what's possible. And I, and it's going to be interesting to see how we all, how this all comes back with Disney, and like how we kind of get back to, um, normal. Yeah, well, I think that's all right. I, I think, think that's we, kind of everything. It was just the two of us, so we can. We've we done like four minutes. I mean, I feel pretty good about that. I feel like we've covered all of the things. I mean, I don't I don't know that we've left out. Speaking anything. of things, anything anything news? Uh, not yet. Um, right. Orlando. I mean, Orlando. I mean, Orla- I mean, I mean, one of the industries that's been most disrupted has been off-property hotels. In fact, we saw even with the interestingly enough, what did you see that, that the Four Seasons sold a Disney property, the like the most expensive hotel sale of all time? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, the company that owns that manages the World Center Marriott sold the, bought the Four Seasons um, for six hundred and ten million dollars, or one. Oh point, yeah, look at that. Yeah. One point four million dollars a key, which is nuts. Because you so can, is I, it switching branding? No, it's just changing like management groups, management companies, like, and, and that's like what's happening all over is, Orlando. Is they're yeah. all just buying and selling and. Um, gotcha. Which which is making planning an event a little challenging, but yeah, I understand. But um, yeah, man, I think it's it's good to see things kind of getting back to normal, though, and um, and it and it and it, feel, it feels like this week has been the week where the pendulum has swung towards okay, we're almost there. Yeah, you know, any with CDC saying hey, we're going to see a large drop in July, like. We're kind of out of weeds. I mean, I, I know a lot of people are still obviously getting sick. I know personally a lot of people right now who are sick. Uh, sorry. Uh, but it's it does feel that way for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, then I well, mean, I think, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. There's any, uh, any other, any plugs? Uh, the Airbnb has a little bit of availability. We are uh, currently looking at some options for even more availability but right now it looks like let me get you the current if you're looking to stay off property there is i mean there's the first time in five months there's been a gap and it happens to be next week the 9th through the 14th i believe is available to double check on that and the 16th through the 19th so the weekends of those are booked completely but if you're looking for a quick weekday trip there are some options and then june there's about four days that are available and even those are technically maybe accounted for uh july Late July, there's some dates. August is wide open. Uh, October, fully sold out. 
So there's a lot of mix <laughs> going on right now. People are definitely already starting to book 2022. So if you're looking for a Orlando area luxury rental, stay with me. Stay not real with me, but with my place uh, at the Airbnb. All you gotta do is go to Airbnb. Uh, I'll do it like clear. E A R B N B dot com, and make sure look at the availability, and then click contact instead of booking. Click contact, put the date you're interested in, and then me and you can talk see if there's any wiggle room depending on when, when it is. Uh, obviously, it depends on whether we can do that. And obviously, some fees and things have changed recently. So maybe there not be as much wiggle room, but I will at least try to do something nice for you. Nice. So that's it for me. Yeah. A uh, new episode of Making Out of What's Fly came out. Kinda, so new content coming up, coming for that. And so Cool. Yeah. Uh, subscribe to our uh, channels. Follow us on all social media. We're there. We exist. I went live last night on YouTube, like 11 o'clock at night. So you, can, you can find me there, youtube.com slash reprogram, or just go type in Logosecula, find my channel. There may be some new fun stuff coming there. Uh, and yeah, that's about it. There you go. I mean, I didn't know that. I, I, I missed out on that. I don't, I don't have – apparently, I didn't ring the bell. You didn't ring the bell. and I like double ring the bell to really get the notification. So. Yeah, like YouTube. You can text like... me too. You can text me in my texting service, which oh, uh, yeah, don't you're... blow up your phone too. I don't blow up your phone too much. Uh, but I will occasionally check in. Uh, my number is 615-845-5580 or just find it in my profiles, like my bios on Instagram and on Twitter. There you go. And if you want to say hi, say hi. It's a good way to do it. All right, cool. Ready to wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. All right, until next time, I'm Logan Seculo. I'm Terry Weaver. We'll see you on the next show.